You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Uh, tonight uh, I'm hosting John, you might remember me, I hope you do, and we're joined by, or I'm joined by Andy I should say, who you remember from the last couple of seasons, been on a few times. Uh, Alright Andy, how you doing? Good thanks John, yeah, yeah, glad to be back, uh, happy new season to you. A happy new season indeed, it seems like it's been a a short summer. Aye, to say uh, the least. Because well, we're about four weeks into the season, well, for the big teams anyway. Uh, it's already feeling like it's uh, like it's been a good number of weeks. Uh, we're into the thick of Europe and uh, and obviously the League Cups just about. Well, the group stage is just about done. So absolutely, even the juniors haven't started yet. So uh, <laughs> it's usually the other way around. Usually the juniors have started and the rest are waiting to start. But aye, so we'll, we'll come on to that anyway. Uh, that'll probably be the main topics will be the European efforts of our teams and the League Cup as you say um, one thing though, good thing to start with the McBookie have decided to continue giving us the two charity bets so we'll still have our first goal scorer bet and our accumulator bet and hopefully it'll be hard though because last season we made £571.53 which was a record so far for the how long the podcast have been running so if we can Come close to that or beat that, then we'll be we'll be doing well. So thanks, McBookie, for that again. Good guys at McBookie. Uh, if you're wanting to bet, bet in Scottish football, you'll find most games covered by them, even juniors. So and they do good offers as well. Uh, more often than not, you've got a weekly offer, maybe bet five pound in certain games, and you if it doesn't come in, you'll get a five or back. So right, have a look there at McBookie website and I. Uh, Probably just start with what's been happening in Europe, I think. Uh, who should we start with? Start with Aberdeen? Yeah. Well, uh, I suppose Aberdeen were the uh, well the first ones to start that are still involved. So Yes. Um, maybe maybe start with them, eh? Aye, ah, yeah, it's a good, good place to start. Eh? Let's start as we've been going. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was a decent, uh, I mean... Uh, Result for them the the, the other night. Um, they, they've obviously come through two different rounds now. Um, it, it seemed as if they had, you know, kind of less work in getting through the, uh, or, or or lighter work getting through the, the the second qualifying round against defence balls than they did against Foulaish in the the first round. You can maybe put that down to a bit of kind of rustiness and um, just coming back so early for the beginning of competitive action. It's it's something that. You know, over the, the last few years, clubs have struggled to deal with a wee bit because they've, they've had very little pre-season um, and even, you know, proportionately even less of a closed season. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, it, it proved to be quite a, a nail-biting encounter. I mean, I didn't see the, the away leg uh, against Pola-ish, but um, it turned out that Adam Rooney's penalty in the seventh minute of injury time sent Aberdeen through, so... Aye, it's crucial, yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounded like a right white knuckle ride that, that we like, though. I don't know if you saw that yourself, did you? 
I was on holiday, so I went uh-huh. back last week, so I've not, I've only seen, I've seen the second half of the home game against Fitzpillis, which was yeah. the, the good half to see, I believe. Yeah, I was at that game as well, yeah, um, second half was, you know, much more like it really, um, um, and all came around after, you know, some um, inspired substitutions by Derek McInnes. Well, absolutely, yeah. which is nice to, well, it's nice to have the options, I think. That's the key yeah. thing, isn't it, this season? Uh, having a plan B, without doubt. Yeah. Yes. Um, and good to have lots of options there. And you know, Jaden Stockley came on and scored within two minutes, uh, and then Wes Burns came on and scored with his first touch. So yeah, you can't ask for much um, better than that, can you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, obviously, we're still to see, you know, Miles Stoney in full flow. I mean, he obviously came on towards the end of the second yep. leg, but um, it'll be good to see him come on as well because you know, having watched him at Inverness. For most of last season, I think he can make a real impact at Aberdeen. Um, oh, yeah. he's, uh, he's very fast. He runs in behind um, defenders and um, very strong. He doesn't play like a. He's only 20, 22. Um, really looks like he's a lot more mature than that. Um, just by the way he can leads the line. And um, the only thing I'll say is that you know towards the end of last season he he was played out wide a little bit yeah. too often um, by John Hughes. Um, you know, for, for what my opinion's worth. And I, I felt that that kind of, you know, didn't ruin him as such, but inhibited his impact. He, he, you know, the goals dried up a wee bit from him. Um, so I, I certainly would very much like to see him play either, you know, through the middle by himself, if Aberdeen play that way, or yeah. as part of a front two, which, you know, going by the second half of the, the Vence Bills game, Derek McInnes looks willing to do this season. So Sure. Um, you know, I, I certainly think he can make a real impact if he's played in the right position. Um, well, you're like, you're not, sorry. Not, not, not at all, no. I'm, I certainly think he can make a, a big impact with, with Aberdeen this season, yeah. Well, you'll have seen more of him than most Aberdeen fans, obviously, recovering in Inverness so much. Um, yeah, yeah. We've spoken about it a wee bit uh, off air in terms of I'd asked you about whether he could play wide, because I'd kind of, obviously, I'd kind of remember him at Inverness and he's had, had a good few runs. Uh, Piers last year he was going to get a good run of goals, but just because that was be, this was before we'd signed Burns on loan, yeah. whether Story could play out wide. And I know he, he can play out there, but certainly you said you you were saying that I it does detract from his game and it's it's a bit of a waste playing out there. But I suppose it's an option. It's maybe an option one of those if you're chasing a game and it's another attacker in there. But the thing as well is um, having the alternative option of someone that can do that running behind and yeah. play a bit differently and maybe. Defenders that are not got much pace are going to have to worry a bit more. Again, as opposed to when I don't know, I don't, Rooney's no slouch. For I would say Rooney's moves yeah, all right far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you obviously you're saying as well about um, maybe kind of low gravity as well. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Defenders struggled to play against. And what was he? Was it thirteen goals he scored in the league last year? That's right. Yeah, yeah. He made a real impact when he came in. Um, I mean, Inverness were crying out for a striker at the time. Because um, they signed uh, Danny Lopez, uh, the Spanish striker, and uh, that was one of the, you know their first signings of the of the summer. Um, by the end of the transfer window, they'd already you know kind of had they'd been forced to sign Story because by that stage they'd sussed out that Danny Lopez was uh, was not going to work for them. So um, it was almost a you know a replacement for a striker that they'd already signed that summer. Yeah. Um, but no, he came in and made a real impact in a short space of time and. Um, it was initially a six-month loan deal, but they managed to extend that. Sure. Um, 
but like I mean, when I was making the point about him playing out wide, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that can't work. Yeah, at Aberdeen. Um, it's just it seemed to have a, a negative impact on uh, you know his form and a, a negative effect on on the team's goals. Maybe that's you know because Inverness didn't really have anyone else. Yeah. To play up front through the middle last yeah. season. But as Aberdeen clearly have that problem, yeah. do, yeah, yeah. So, so um, see what he did play out wide though. Was he playing on the left, cutting in? Um, yeah, um, quite often he was. But I mean, John Hughes' team last season lacked a little bit of pace down the, the, yeah. the flanks. You know, they, they didn't really play in a way that that got you know wingers to the byline very often. Um, they all just you know they kind of. It was quite slow wing play. Uh, sure. I don't think you'll see an Aberdeen side oh, at all. Um, yeah, definitely not. You know, um, but yeah, no, it, it just it, it didn't really quite click for him from you know what I saw last season. Um, but he finished the season quite well. He got a couple of goals towards the end of the, the season, and um, you know, kind of found his found his form again just in time for um, signing for for Aberdeen. So yeah, the third I would think yeah. interest as well. I did a bit more reading into him because we. Didn't know much much about him apart from being at Inverness, and then obviously he was on loan from Swindon. But uh, he was a England youth international to quite a high, well, a decent level. He's under 18 or 19, 19s. I think it was 19, yeah. Which, yeah. And he's 22, so not that I'm saying he's going to play for England one day, but he seems an ambitious lad anyway. I mean, he's yeah. talked well since he's joined the club in terms of saying yeah. maybe more players from down south should come up. Okay, he's saying it's good standard. They're not going to get many opportunities playing League One, League Two, obviously playing in Europe unless you move to you get a move up the leagues in England or coming up here is a good option for a lot of these players so he, he speaks, great, speaks yeah. very well I think yeah yeah no yes he's a he's a good lad um he um yeah like like you say you know obviously made that breakthrough to the England under 19 squad as a as a youngster um which you know wasn't actually all that long ago I mean he, yeah. he still is very young so I think he can really develop a lot with Aberdeen and um you know maybe you know, when the time comes, if he moves on, then Aberdeen could maybe cash in on him a wee bit. I watch him um, in the Champions League. Well, let's let's hope so. But uh, yeah, um, exciting times as well. And I like the look of Jaden Stockley from you know the you know what little I've seen so far. Yeah, I've only seen um, a half, but uh, yeah. he made a great impact. As you said, he scored the goal, but then he had the knockdown as well. Yeah, that's so, right. What within about three minutes? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Happy it looks like he looks like he can hold the ball up really well, and um, you know, just a, a very good kind of option to to have to really, I guess, put defences under a bit of physical pressure, which Definitely, um, yeah. you know is, is something that um, you, you know you sometimes have to resort to. Um, I think he'll he'll prove to be a, a very useful addition. Um, very much trust that you know Derek McInnes has uh, done his done his homework on. On all his new additions, um, I think from what we've seen a Stockley, though, he, you know, there, there is going to be a real use for him in the team. Well, definitely. And again, he's at a good age, 22. Yeah. So, someone that's okay, uh, looked at his kind of career so far. He born mouth have obviously owned him, but he was sent out in Lona a fair bit. Yeah. Uh, but he had a last year by Exeter. And so, he's, he, can, he knows where the goal is as well. Yeah, in a funny kind of way, he's maybe a victim of Bournemouth's success because yes, um, he's not really had the opportunities in recent years when they've been top end of the championship and obviously last season the uh, you know the, kind of the bottom end of the, the Premier League. So absolutely, um, I think even as well, it wasn't that long ago Bournemouth were even lower than the championship. 
yeah, they climbed yeah. the legs a fair bit. So, um, not clearly must have something, but uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think he's finished yet as well, McInnes. I think uh, I think there will be more to come. Yes, I think, uh, I think that you know another another central midfielder is probably um, going to be key after. Obviously, losing Willow Flood back yep. to uh, Dundee United and Barry Robson's retired, obviously. Yep. And Smith uh, away out and loan to Dundee United. Yeah, that's right. Aye, so, I mean, I haven't seen any of Anthony O'Connor yet. I think he played in one of the Fola ish games. Yeah. Um, haven't Get seen him. half time, I think, didn't he? I think so, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I believe I read that in pre season he played one of the games at centre back and looked pretty decent. And that is obviously right. the area that we need strengthening. I think yeah. that's certainly from what I've seen and what I have seen and what I've read as well. Um, I think they're still struggling with a combination there at centre back. Yeah, it was a problem position last season, no doubt about it. Um, Definitely. Goalkeeping, goalkeeping situation has been sorted. Yes. Immediately. Definitely. Um, very much more confident in, in that regard, but um, the central defensive area is yeah certainly it's one that. Yeah, it needs to be looked at uh, a wee bit more. Uh, obviously, Callum Morris has come in from Dundee United, yep. and um, you know, he, I think he's been injured thus far. But um, I think that was a theme last year with him at Dundee United. From what I've yeah. spoken to Dundee, or when I've spoken to Dundee United fans, that I know um, they have said when he is fit, he's he's a pretty good centre back. But the problem is keeping him fit. He, yeah. he scored against Aberdeen in the semi final. Yeah. Uh, looks like a, a backup signing to me for, for just now anyway I think so um, but again a good age uh, yeah, it's a yeah for age, sure. so, but uh, you would still think that there'd be one more to uh, come the interesting thing as well was again we've been I've noticed in the European games he McInnes did it last season but Considine playing left back and Shirley in the midfield I like Shirley in midfield and I think I don't know I know he, we've said before it'd be great to have two great Shirley's yeah, yeah. left back and one that can play uh, midfield but his energy just Something that sometimes maybe we lack him midfield because obviously Jack is yeah. very slow. He's a good, he has a good player, but at times you just want Jack to quicken up a wee bit. Sometimes I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Perhaps. European yeah. games, though, I know he, he probably comes into his own a wee bit because sometimes the pace is a bit slower. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But the obviously the issue with other players that have gone, McLean. Wants to be playing further forward. He's he's probably got, I would think maybe going to have to adapt his game a bit even more so this year and maybe play a bit deeper at times. But he obviously yeah. got up in attacking positions. McLean playing deeper um, anyway, you know, alongside Jack or alongside yeah. Shinny has been something that he's done in the past as well, Definitely. and he's been fine. Um, I've, I've you know, I think McLean's a a, a real talent. Definitely, um, he's, he's you know still at a really good age as well. Yeah. He's only twenty four, so. No, he, he he's certainly, um, you know, one that can adapt. I I think and and does it does so quite well. Yeah, uh, and then obviously you mentioned Wes Burns coming on first touch instant. Uh, yeah, not quite hero, but instant impression. Well, that's about all I've seen of him. Really, I didn't really catch much of him in the in the away leg. Um, but yeah, no, it's, you can't really ask for much more than that. Yeah, and um, again, decent age, and he's come up here, obviously with. Intent to, to play. I don't know whether he had some injuries maybe last year. I think I read. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he, well, he managed to get himself into the fringes of the Wales squad yep. um, just before it was eventually trimmed down in time for the Euros. Um, he's a player that McInnes has worked with at uh, 
at Bristol City in the past as yep. well. So yep, so he knows him. Mm, um, knows him, yeah. And we had success last year with two Welsh players. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, who, well, t- obviously, hope for no. Where Wales got to in the the Euros, which it was uh, good to see Danny Ward getting a game in the first, first yep. match. I mean, um, obviously, I was I would have been happy for either goalkeeper that would have got the nod yep, there because yep, the other option Williams. was Owen Fawn Williams who. Um, obviously made the made the trip yep. as well with with Wales. Uh, must have been just about the only player that didn't feature. Um, because aye, yeah, because Church got on against Church got on in the semi final. Was it England? He got it. He got on in the, one of the group matches. I don't <clears> know if it was England. He definitely aye, the semi final. But was England Wales the second game in that group? I think it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Church the, maybe got he got on in one of the group stage games. I remember not for long, but he got on. So yeah. that was good to see. Ward uh, got the nod for the first group match yeah. uh, after Hennessy picked up an injury. Yeah. Uh, so a meteoric rise for him because only you know just about virtually exactly a, a a year ago before that was him making just about his first senior appearance in football yeah. um, for Aberdeen against a it was the Macedonian team Skindia uh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, that was his first first game for Aberdeen and um, you know his his experience of playing. Football at a senior level was, uh, you know, very limited at that stage. So yeah, you know, been a, a huge rise for him. Obviously, he was on the bench in the Europa League final as well. Aye, aye, um, yeah. So you know, you've got to take your hat off to to him, and I think he's got a huge future in the game. He's he's gotten back on loan to Huddersfield. Huddersfield, yeah. yeah. So um, I I wonder whether um, d- depending on what happens, and obviously the game against Maribor, which we as well talk about. Cause yep. Do that and then come on to Celtic later and the other teams that were out. But you wonder whether we've not made maybe a high-profile loan signing yet. Or like, well, we didn't, maybe we didn't know last year that Ward would be as high-profile. I don't think we did. McInnes knew. He, he obviously had faith in his ability and knew, knew about him. But whether maybe there's a centre-back down south, OK, probably would be relying on getting someone young. But it showed you last year, age doesn't matter. So maybe well, there's a young centre-back somewhere. At Liverpool or whether it's somewhere else that can come in and do a job. I don't know if you it's, know anything, but well, not, not to say anything, but whether you've heard anything, don't you? When it's been I mean, to it's, say, because it's worked in the past. Yes, I mean, remember Michael Hector? Um, Absolutely, he's been playing pre-season with Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, you know, age is no barrier, regardless of the position. Yeah. And I know McInnes um, has been criticised in the past for not really playing young players, but he's signed a good few young players. He has. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly, there's some of the, the eight. The team was pretty a good age anyway, but with the likes of Stockley, Morris, Story all coming in. O'Connor's twenty three, I think. Quite on as well. I think so, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, don't necessarily you don't need to like if you're the young players aren't coming in, if you sign players, young players are still playing at Aberdeen. Um, yeah. And we have got some that are gonna be maybe more involved in the first team squad this season. The likes of Harvey who signed a new deal, Ross as well, who signed a new deal. Scott For Wright. Sure, yeah. Scott right. Wright who don't know. I would think would feature maybe a bit more this season. I think okay. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, hasn't really had many, you know, breakthroughs. But uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, he's someone I've really liked the look of any time I've, I've seen. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, big big tie on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, well, this is the Arabora has got a decent bit of pedigree, and they've had some experience recently against Scottish teams as well. It's been a bit of a thorn in the side of Scottish teams. Yeah. Um, but this is this is a crucial stage for Aberdeen because this is you know this is Aberdeen trying to get beyond the stage where they've they've, they've fallen in the last two yep. 
occasions. Um, Carried on back, you know, on, on Real paper, yeah. Um, Real Sociedad was was always going to be very, very difficult. Yeah. Um, Kaira Almaty was, I mean, on reflection, it was winnable. It was, yeah. you know, barring a, a long-range wonder goal in yeah. the, the away leg. Um, you know, it would have been, you know, there's no goalkeeper in the world that, that would have saved it. No. Um, that, that could have been could have been doable for Aberdeen. But uh, this time around, I mean, it doesn't, it, it does seem as if, you know, from what I've heard, that Maribor have regressed slightly. Um you know, since they knocked Celtic out of the, yeah, uh, the I think it was the Champions League two years ago, wasn't it? I am sure as well they knocked um, Rangers out when yeah, a few years was, back as well. Well, that was two years before that, I think. Yeah. Um, or maybe three years before that. Um, I think it was Rangers' last stint in Europe, actually. Um, yeah. So, I mean, but Aberdeen yeah. have got a decent bit. Of, okay, we've not gone past this stage, but some of some of the players we've got have played a good few games in Europe now. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's only be it's, oh, so be it. It's only been qualifying rounds, but anyway, well, that's really on what nine Aberdeen goals. Yeah, yeah. Europe. Um, that's right. I well, sixty in total now. So, yeah. Um, yeah no, there is um, with every season. They, you know, they do pick up. Um, you know, good experience in, in Europe. But it's you know a level that we're becoming. You know, pretty pretty good at, at managing. Yeah. I, th- I think. Um, you know, we've we've come through some really difficult ties. In, in that time, so absolutely. Yeah. Even as well, if you look at what if you look at two years ago, we played Sociedad. I mean, think we were written off as soon as the job was made, and and but uh, well, we were two one up, and we had yeah. chances. That's right. I, I, I remember having we had some, we had them under. I thought like, genuinely we had them under the course. I thought if we score a goal, we we could really be able, be able to do it here, and then I we get hit with a sucker punch. Uh, but that's what Sociedad team were class. I mean, some of those players were. Just so technically good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Last last year probably was a more frustrating one because it was one that I think a lot, of, as you say, I was probably thought I oh, we've got a chance here. I think as well. When you look, at the bookies have got Aberdeen's favourites from Thursday night, um, eleven yeah. to ten, uh, which, I uh, so. Well, I think when you look at how difficult you know some of the other Scottish clubs have, have found it. Um, yep. You know, in, in Europe, you, you you know perhaps have to. To realise just how well Aberdeen have done um, the last few years to, to get you know a decent run at it every time. Absolutely. Um, um, you know because it it's it's very difficult for you know I mentioned earlier how early clubs are coming back um, and how little of a pre-season they they have. Um, it is very difficult, but Aberdeen seem to have managed it better than anyone really. Yeah. Um, but you know this is a defining moment really. If they could get past that that third qualifying stage, then um, you know it takes them. Albeit to a very very difficult playoff round, yes, which is heavily weighted against clubs who start off at the very start of the, the competition. Um, given that the, the seeded section includes Champions League dropouts and, or, yeah, um, you know, some real, you know, I wouldn't say heavyweights as such, but some some really established names. Um, you know, it's very very difficult for. Um, you know, it would be difficult for any Scottish club who's who's had to start in the first or second round to to make it all the way through, and I, I don't think it has been actually done um, by. You know, I think Celtic have done it a couple of times, but only when they've come out of the Champions League. So yeah, um, I don't think any since it became the Europa League. Uh, I think around about two thousand and eight was it, two thousand and nine. I must um, I don't think anybody from memory has has made it all the way through. So 
Oh, the qualifying, I get into all the qualifying rounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's fairly difficult. I mean, you look at the potential teams, um, interestingly enough, I don't know, uh, Kajek are there. Yeah. Um, Which would be, obviously we beat them before. But some of the the teams you're looking at, you're like, I wouldn't fancy them. I I certainly wouldn't fancy West Ham. Much as it would be good for, in terms of, obviously, we would certainly win all that, but you would want to avoid the likes of that. And then Olympic Stadium would be quite quite some adventure though. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Yeah, it would be. Um, but then uh, look at I. There is tough teams, but looking at it, maybe there's some teams in there as well. I think we, we we could have a chance against. Well, you'd have to do you know your your homework uh, on how how the form guide has been in the last couple of seasons. Yep. Um, you know, sometimes you you can recognise. Well-established names that have maybe fallen on on harder times, but have still managed to get themselves into Europe. And yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, you, sometimes you have to read beyond the the name if you like. And, oh, definitely. Um, you know, check into you know because some sometimes the, the teams that you haven't really heard of can can end up being the yes. the ones that trip you up. I mean, um, the name Sigma Olamitz probably rings oh, yes. some, some yeah. bells, but some horror um, horror bells. Aye. Yeah, horrific. Yeah. But yeah, I because you mentioned funny you mentioned that because then if you look at like maybe a team one of the lower seeds that we could potentially get is Panathinaikos, Nikos who are pro as a Greek team were Champions League almost every year for a long time. Yeah, uh, uh, they're another one that probably has regressed a bit since um, yeah. since uh, well Aberdeen played them in the in the UEFA Cup run yeah, they had yeah. in two thousand and seven. But Hertha Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, well. no, I mean, very uh, big names, and they'd all be really good trips for you know supporters. Oh, yes. uh, um, a Euro yeah. trip. Sorry, everyone loves a Euro trip. Oh, very much so, very much so. Yeah. Uh, so I will. That probably covers Aberdeen. We've probably spoken a fair bit. But, yeah. Um, I suppose we can briefly mention Hearts and Hibs. Um, I think probably. A lot of folk thought maybe that Hearts had done well in the first leg to to keep it a nil nil. However, they they, had, they they slipped up at home. I believe they were booed off the pitch at Tynecastle yeah, as well. Yeah, which, well, I was listening on the radio and they were heavily uh, booed. Yeah, yeah, maybe a bit harsh because that team played West Ham, didn't they? And they did, took West yeah. Ham to extra time and penalties. Penalties, I think even it was, yeah. yeah. So um, it shows how difficult it is, though. We, it does, yeah, yeah, I think it does, definitely. The thing is, Hearts fans are, you know, furious about that result, though. I mean, the, there have been sections that have been calling for Nielsen um, to go, so... That's crazy, I think. Um, yeah. Um, much yeah. as I'm, I'm not his biggest fan, I think he's a bit controversial, maybe at times, but I think he, he actually has... I think he's got a bit about him as a manager. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is the first kind of major setback that they've had in... You could say two years because yeah. uh, you know they, they obviously had a, a, a pretty much flawless uh, campaign in the championship after going down um, and coming back straight up again at the, the first attempt in emphatic style. You know, twenty one points ahead of um, second place team, which I think was Hibs. Yeah. Um, and then of course they um, you know finished third in the, the first season back up again. So. Yeah, no, it is. It's their their first major setback, but probably shows you know that they that, you know they are a, a wee bit away from um, you know from Aberdeen who've, who've yeah. consolidated their place in second and 
Uh, they've managed to, to show that they can string European runs together. Definitely, yes. Yeah, but, um, Just that bad I mean, hill, as you say, isn't it, Andy? I think so, yeah. Getting games under your belt in Europe. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, they, well, it'd be uh, interesting to see how they how they get on this season because, you know, the, the expectation is that they'll they'll kick on from, from you know, the, the foundations that they, they set last season. So, Don't see any reason um, why not. Yeah, no, they have made some good signings. Um, yep, I mean, obviously, Watt. Tony, Tony Watt and Connor yep. Salmon up front are going to be, um, you know, interesting. To, yeah, you know, they've still got one more as well, who yeah. potentially looked like he'd could kick on. I think he looks high. He's caused Aberdeen trouble anyway. But he's, he scored. He scored an all right amount last year. Uh, yeah. so they've got options there. The, the one I've heard from uh, Habish, who's been on the forum, uh, sorry, the podcast before, is the, the guy Rueris at left back. Um he yeah. reckons he looks a very accomplished player. So he yeah. to watch. And then they signed another striker the day after they got knocked out. Don't know much about him, but uh, Boy Johnson. So they, they've got oh, yeah. a lot of attacking options, certainly. Yeah, yeah. And they've probably done well. They've, I think they've held on to everyone they wanted to hold on to. They've not lost. There was a bit of speculation about Colin Patterson at one stage. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, now they're, you know, obviously. Um, it, it's going to be tougher for all the, the teams that were up in that kind of second, third, fourth place kind of range last season. Yeah. Given that Rangers are are in the league this this year, but I will come on um, to that. I definitely. But um, yeah, no, I think you know Hearts will be looking to to push on. I mean, if they could finish where they finished last season, um, you know, obviously with the addition of a, a fourth challenger there, then you'd have to say that that would that would be a you know, a, a good bit of uh, success for them. Yeah, well, I mean, what Robbie Nielsen last year was talking about them going for the title, aren't they? And you never know. There's maybe a bit of uncertainty in terms of how well Celtic will do under Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, um, but you never know. I don't, I, there's a lot to be, be done with Celtic in terms of, I think, who they'll maybe still sign. I, I mean, uh, I never felt at any stage, I, I mean, there were, towards the end of the season, you know, Aberdeen's form kind of nosedived a wee bit. Um, or a fair bit actually. Yeah. And at one, at never, no stage did I ever actually think that Hearts were going to make up that deficit. Oh no, no. Um, they ended up finishing, I think, six points behind uh, Aberdeen. Ah, I probably uh, chucked it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, and, and you know, it's it's the, the table at the end that counts. There's, there's yes. no doubt about that. But um, but I'd say they're capable you know, of adding on to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be very difficult. But we'll wait and see what we what we get from Hearts. It was uh, certainly a, a much more valiant attempt by by Hibbs. You'd, you'd yeah, have to say um, absolutely. You know, had an early setback in the first leg at Easter Road, and then managed to kind of keep their nerve after that. Uh, keeper um, got dropped as well after that. Keeper did, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Ross Laidlaw that came in, yeah, uh, which is a, a, a pretty meteoric rise for him, given that he, you know, towards the end of not season just finished but the one before that was on loan at uh, Elgin because he couldn't get a, a game for Red Rovers so. Andy you know everything uh, yeah, yeah. Well, i seen it earlier well, seen... if only if there's a North Link in there only if it covers the, the press journals catchment area Aye, uh, other, other than that then I'm pretty passionate yourself you've still got plenty of knowledge elsewhere as well yeah. but um, but no uh, I mean he had a an excellent game by all accounts and you know he Kept a clean sheet, um, you know, out with the, the shootout, which doesn't really count uh, yep. in terms of uh, a goalkeeper's record. But 
Nah, I mean, Hibs, Hibs did really well to keep that going till till the very end, and um, you know, I, I can imagine that they would have been disappointed to lose the shootout. I mean, Neil Lennon clearly thought that they were the better team over the the two legs, yes. um, and obviously thought quite strongly that they were denied a uh, a good goal in the, in the first leg. So, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like they've given themselves plenty to be. Positive about in the uh, well under the, the new regime. Yes, well in contrast to Hearts, uh, I seen in Twitter and stuff like that that uh, obviously McGinn was talking about how he was gutted about letting fans down, but the fans were saying, "Oh no, we're proud of you, proud good effort and all that." And so they are, I would say, much as they went out, they are they'll be going into the, the league season and in, in, in a positive mood. Yeah, it's just going to be about how to deal with the expectation because um, this is the first season in which they've been the clear favourites to, to win the league. Yes. I mean, I know Dundee United have recruited well, but Hibs have got that experience of being in the Championship. And, um, you know, obviously it's going to be interesting to see how United react to going down. Yes. Hibs, you get the feeling, although they've gone through the manager change, yes. you know, the, the, there is at least more of a foundation there. There is. They've um, lost a few players, though. Like, players they, that were, I would say, pretty important. Well, the main ones would be... Main one would be Liam Henderson, much as Stokes was there and obviously scored the goals in the cup final. Liam Henderson been a massive player for them last year. Yeah, no, no, you're right. He was he was excellent last season for them. Um, but the you know the main ones that they were, um, you, you know, that they'd have been fearing losing were were McGinn and Cummings. And Aye, it doesn't really look like that's going to happen. Well, Cummings um, has signed a new deal, hasn't he? He has. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so whatever way they would, they'll get good money for him. Yeah, when he if and when he does go, and then I begin. It's still there's still time though. Um, of course there I, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, Chris and maybe we spoke about it a wee bit last year towards the end of the season in terms of whether McGinn. Well, this was when mind you, uh, before uh, Rodgers came in, whether McGinn would be a player that Celtic would be interested in. And I don't know. I think it, I don't know. It depends where what Rodgers decides to do because he's not signed many players yet. Um, no. Like, I think he's. I think certainly. I think he's someone that could could step up and potentially play at that level. Good, he's good age, plenty of experience, and yeah. uh, in big games he's been. He, he showed himself to be too good. Maybe he needs to add a wee bit more consistency to his game. But he impressed he's, with Scotland. He's well. excellent with Scotland in the friendly. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so yeah, but I, I'd imagine Hibs will add a few more players as well. They've only signed what Grant Hall and then Laidlaw. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Have they signed anyone else? Have they? Don't think so. No, I think that's that. But um, yeah, they obviously had the European um, tie to to kind of factor in. So I suppose it 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 does become a bit more well staggered a wee bit at that stage when you've got the you know the deadlines to to worry about, and then it's all about the the preparation. um, At least you know with them being exempt from the, the early stage of the League Cup because of their involvement in Europe, it kind of now allows them, and Hearts for that matter, to kind of press on with adding to their squad, and I think that's kind of what we've, what we've seen so far. Uh, certainly in Hearts' case anyway, because you know, a couple of those signings came in the sort of aftermath of that, that defeat, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, so that probably covers the Europa League. Uh, we'll go back to Celtic, which obviously in Wednesday, or the previous Wednesday maybe, uh, I was in, I was by the pool and uh, managed managed to find out the score was kind of almost in disbelief. Aye, um, uh, I didn't see that game that night. I was in, uh, I was at a friendly in Elgin, but uh, right. yeah, it was uh, quite remarkable actually. 
mm-hmm. when you think a semi-professional team, and I see all the the jokes on the on social media about yeah different things about the they can't use they couldn't use a pitch and all that. And Sky did Sky buy that? Sky actually put it up. Yeah, there were a yeah. few of them that Sky bought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, um, yeah. Nah, it was. Uh, it, I mean, it wasn't the, the proudest moment for well for Scottish football in general, I guess. More so for Celtic, anyway. More so for Celtic. I mean, that said, they did go through in the end, and so if we're going to mention that one, we're going to have to mention Aberdeen getting getting beaten in, in Luxembourg as well, just in the, interest of, in, in the interest of fairness. Oh, don't be. Oh. <laughs> aye. But, I bet we'd won the tie by then. Um, but that, was no, that was... Aye, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, now, Gibraltar's a new level altogether. Um, oh, absolutely. Especially, it was the same guy who, who scored the, the goal... Uh, well, the, the first goal that the Gibraltar national team had ever scored, I think, wasn't it? Aye. Uh, against against Scotland at Hamden. It was the same same lad, so... Yeah, you, um, you should maybe move to Scotland. Aye. Yes. Seems to have a great record against uh, Craig Gordon, I think, who it was that day, was it? Or it might have been Marshall. Aye, it might have been. I can't about, remember. Uh, I think it might actually have been Marshall. But... I mean, Gordon Strachan certainly shook up the lineup for that game, but I think Marshall was one that, that stayed in the... In, in goal that, that day. Aye. Uh, but it's, uh, it's interesting, Mr. Eskill, they obviously touched on it a wee bit in terms of they've not made many signings yet, but that's something they've been used to doing the last couple of seasons. I thought, maybe I think maybe a few people thought it might change the fact Rogers come in and he's probably, you would think he's been told he'll get some sort of budget. I can't imagine Rogers are taking this job if there wasn't going to be yeah. something, not massive, because I mean, that's not going to happen, but... Um, they're obviously doing the same as what they've done previous years and waiting to to see where they are going to be in Europe because I suppose, well, not suppose, there's no doubt about it, the budget will be different if they, they manage to get into the group stage of the Champions League. But yeah, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, yeah I'm sure Rodgers will have an idea of what he wants to do in either um, kind of eventuality. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he signed Kolo Turi just earlier on today, yeah. which, um, I, you know, I think that's a fantastic signing. Yeah, it could be good, yeah. Um, he's played at a, a very high level and, and, you know, recently at that, it's not as if yep. you're talking like he's, um, you know, been well off it for, for a few years. I mean, he's, he's maybe not not quite at the same level as he was the year that he played in Arsenal's Invincibles team. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's, he's he's a fantastic signing for them. You would think he would, he, he would he'll do very well, and, uh, certainly domestically. You would think yep. he'll be, be very good. Um, obviously, they'd signed the boy, the Norwegian guy, Ayer. Um, before yeah. or just took over and from what I'd, I'd heard of him when he'd signed but not, don't know much about it but he does seem to have a, a, a decent bit of experience again a youngster with plenty of experience um, be, playing beat off Norway. a lot yeah beat off a lot of big big clubs yes. to, to sign him um, and I don't know if that was you know Ronnie Dyla factor which you would think you know, so there were a few Scandinavian players that came in under Dyla and uh, you know some of them have been I've been good, you know. Yep. Sviatchenko has been been a good signing for them. Why? Well, yeah, he looks good. Well, um, yeah. Johansson's I mean, first season. Johansson's first season, even though he was a Lennon signing, he, he did flourish in yep. Dallas first year there. Definitely. Um, regressed a bit last season, but um, yeah, I mean, so you know, maybe he did still hold a bit of influence. Yeah. Dyla and the, the caliber of player he was able to bring in from Scandinavian leagues, but definitely, um, I think Rogers will be able to crank up. To a, a you know a new level, the, the sort of player that Celtic can attract. And, Dumbelli, who's um, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a lot of that, top teams after him. Yeah, um, 
Well, he's a big signing for them uh, by all by all accounts. You know, very very young, obviously still. Yeah. Um, big things were, you know, expected of him. Um, oh yeah. Regardless of where he went, so. Yeah, I think he was getting linked with likes of Tottenham. I think he went teams abroad. I think he went PSG and Juventus. Let's talk of it. You don't know how much how kind of true all is, but um, Celtic have got him for what potential? I think it looks like a bargain because he he had a decent new season in the Championship last season down south. Yeah, that's uh, right. Beside Ross McCormick. So, yeah. well, that, it could be terrific. And he, he shunted Griffiths out wide left. I, yeah. noticed, I don't know whether Celtic will end up playing two up front or what they'll end up playing, because I believe against Leicester at the weekend, Celtic played three at the back, which I can't really see how that would work out for Celtic with the amount of kind of wideners and attacking midfielders they've got. Yeah, Unless it was yeah. just they were just trying out just to see for potentially maybe if they do get to the group stage of Champions League, maybe a bit more solid defensively. Don't yeah. Know. Um, yeah. No, I mean it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how the Rodgers team shapes up in the, in the coming weeks. But, um, yeah. No, it's obviously a big week for them because uh, the, the team that they're, they're playing, Astana, do sound like they're you know extremely dangerous. Um, yeah. I mean, they obviously I'm reading kind of. Some of Stuart Duff's comments, uh, I guess he's... He's the expert, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's the resident uh, Kazakhstan football ex- expert, yeah. yeah. I mean, Borat. Uh, well, I mean, he was he was uh, very well regarded over at uh, Kaira Almaty. So, um, yeah, I mean, he, he's obviously got a bit of experience in that league. And, you know, he, he says that they're a level above both uh, Kairat and Shakhtar Karagandhi, who... Um, Celtic beat three years ago. So yeah. well, they're seeded um, in Europe rankings. They're seeded above Rijeka, who were considered yeah. to be a pretty decent team before having dispatched of them. Yes, um, but so well, I mean, Astana made the Champions League group yeah. last season as well. So um, no, they've they've obviously got a bit of pedigree in in recent times as well. So this yeah. is going to be a, a big test. Um, and particularly, you know, as the point you made earlier was a, a good one about, you know, how Rodgers might not have already, you know, implemented the, the kind of signings that he's he's been wanting to make yet, yeah. just because he's been holding out to see how how they've been getting on. But you know, maybe if if his team that he's got at the minute isn't exactly how he wants it to be, then um, you know, it could be a bit restrictive as to how how well they do in, in ties like this. So yeah. Um, um, I think Rodgers is a really good appointment. I think, especially when we spoke about it a few times with with Diala uh, coming in, and I think his thing was obviously to try and get him to Chelsea. But I think as well they wanted him to bring through young players. He did bring a couple into the squad. Obviously Tierney came in, McGregor came in, but Scott Allen, Ryan Christie. I <laughs> never played them either. Uh, okay. um, but Rodgers certainly down at Liverpool. You think uh, Sterling uh, and. He, he did well with Sterling. There was a few other kind of players at Liverpool that kind of came in and did did pretty well. Kind of your. Um, and he's been linked with Flanagan again, who yeah, we brought seen through. That, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that he's he has got a, a top heavy squad when it comes to midfielders, and he, he you said know, that there are a lot of young midfielders there as well. So yeah, it'll be very interesting um, to see what happens with the likes of Ryan Christie. Um, you know, there could be some loan moves there. I would certainly hope that, and well, having watched the early part of Ryan Christie's career, I'd certainly hope it was a, a loan move as opposed to, um, you know, a permanent one at you know his stage, because um, uh, obviously it means a lot to him to 
to be playing for Celtic, but he, yeah. he, he certainly, um, you know, he's capable of making that step up if he's patient and if he's managed it the right way. So um, I think he's, he's featured a wee bit pre-season. Um, yeah, I think so... he scored in one of the games, uh, not not the Leicester one, but maybe one before that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I certainly hope that he, if he's not to get his chance, then and certainly does get given the opportunity to go and play games elsewhere. Um, although I don't, I don't think a move back to Inverness would. Benefit. Uh, really, no. Yeah, it wouldn't really take him much further on in his career. He, he could do with maybe, maybe even going away from from, from Scotland altogether and um, trying out the, the English Championship or something. Yeah. Did did uh, did you see any of the Celtic Lincoln game at home? Celtic home game. Uh, yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, yeah. Did they I mean, play three was, at the back? I can't remember actually. It looked like <laughs> he, it looked like he played a striking like uh, like what striking did with Scotland. Actually, yeah, that's that, that's coming. Looks like yeah, yeah. when I say I watched it, I mean I watched it in the in the pub. But oh, aye. Um, uh, I think it. No, I think you're actually right. I think he, he probably did play a, a three at the back actually. Um, but yeah, I mean they, they they basically hit them with three goals in the space of five minutes and killed the tie there and then. Um, you know, once they got their first one, it seemed a matter of time before they'd, they'd you know go in front over the two legs, and then once the third one went in, it was just a just a you know, matter of how many more it was, and it turned out to be none. But uh, they were never really put under any more threat thereafter. So I know it's Forrest played. Is Forrest signed a new deal then? Yes, I think he, uh, he signed a new deal when maybe when I was away. Yeah, I think he signed up for another couple of years. Um, Quite a young side they had out the other night. Was that uh, the the home? Aye. Leg of the, the Imps game. Aye. Um, Maybe, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're obviously this is going to be a, a whole new kind of step up for them. But um, yeah, uh, wait and see how they how they get on. It's a it's an early kick off our time anyway on Wednesday. I think three itself. Aye. Um, um, so I so maybe we just stick. With, we've kind of well, I suppose we kind of morph maybe morph into a preview of the Premiership. Then we've spoke about yep. like a good few teams. You mentioned earlier that it's going to be a bit tougher for the teams at the top with, with Rangers getting promoted. They have made what looks to be uh, certainly a, at least a couple of really good signings. Um, assuming Cranshaw, I know he ended up playing in MLS and that's maybe considered by some as a kind of semi-retirement home, but MLS standards are a, a lot higher than they used to be. Uh, they are, yeah. I mean, any player that goes over there is kind of perceived to be dumbing down a wee bit, but uh, or, you know, winding down, but um, yeah, I mean, even if he's, you know, even kind of half the level that he oh. that he was when he was playing for for Portsmouth and Spurs, um, you know, he'll he'll be some addition, I think, even even yep. at this level. Hi, and uh, love him or hate him, uh, Joey Barton will be box office, and he will attract probably interest in Scottish football. Yeah, would, uh, a good player, no doubt, he's a good player, but uh, be interested to see how he copes. Um, because you'd think he'll get wind up. He'll get a lot of wind ups. I'm sure, he has it all the time anyway. And I think he maybe, by all accounts, matured a bit with Burnley. Uh, I think he's yeah. I think he uh, uh, he he is uh, a matured player. Um, I think he, he's kind of over time learned how to to kind of channel it into something that winds other players up and yes. and gets gets them to make the you know do do the the, the silly things. Um, I, I think I think he might you know he might still have. 
of uh, you know his moments. But well, I think so. Right? Um, I, I mean, I'd be willing to bet that there will be more um, yellow cards and maybe red cards um, dished out for offences on him oh, or yeah, involving yeah. or you know against him than, than he uh, is is given himself. Uh, yeah. I think he's, he's, you'll know how to how to wind people up and. Um, Scott Brown could be just the, just <laughs> yes. the one. I think those mind games have uh, right. have started already. It's, it's been quite as a, I think it's been quite good to see, especially when you're you're not involved, you're not interested in either team. But it's been quite interesting from the side watching the two of them having a bit of banter. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You've seen managers it's a bit of different players doing it, but uh, he talks a good game, Barton. Anyway, wait until Ross Draper gets hold of him. That's the, the one I'm interested I to see. For that one. Jake will oh, be, be yeah. first minute hit Barton basically. Well, aye, I mean, maybe not even the first. Maybe maybe not even wait as long as the first minute. Maybe yes, first minute. Um, the, the boy Glossator though. Um, I think yeah. Liverpool. I think had quite high hopes for him, but he wants to play football. That could I think that could be that might even work, end up being their best signing. Might um, be one that's slightly overlooked to begin with, but yeah. yeah um, no, I mean it's it's business from from a lot of clubs this summer, and that's one. That's catch the eye, actually. Um, you know, because I suppose initially it looked as if Rangers were going to go down the same kind of route as they had done last season. You yeah. know, when they made the, the double signing from Accrington Act, Stanley, aye, aye. Um, yeah. it looked as if you know they were going to be signing players from from kind of the you know the lower leagues. But you know, that's one that caught the caught the eye, and then ever since then they they have kind of cracked it up to a level of you know established former Premier League yep. players that. Yep. Uh, um, but he's not. You know, we've obviously. Got, well, they're obviously going to be uh, carrying greater expectation than some of the signings last season. But you know, the, the route they went down last season appeared to, to, work. to work really well for them. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they've not. I think I'm right in saying. I think. But I know that obviously Windass and Crooks they've played like a nominal kind of fee. I think didn't they to let them go early? Yeah, but, it was messy. Accrington Stanley were, um, weren't too happy with the way. It, all panned out, but, but I think um, the, they got they got them eventually. Yeah, yeah, they got got they Rossiter they've got for a nominal fee. Dodo yeah. again, they've I think seen for for well, I'm, I'm going by old standards of Rangers uh, compared to what they spend. But I think again, Dodo's not been much. And then Hodgson, I think they paid a fee, but again, not very much. Yeah, um, you would think though the wage budget will be quite high again with the likes of Cranshaw and Barton. They're not, and even Rossiter, I would think, won't yeah. come up here for for the. Uh, Less than five figures, you would think. Yeah. Um, so. No, it'll be interesting to see how they they get on there, but uh, you know, I mean, they're obviously looking to push Celtic. Um, whether they do that in the first season um, remains to be seen. But um, personally, I think it, it might be a bit. You know, there might be more of a, a step up than they anticipate. I don't think it'll be a case of them, you know, bypassing Aberdeen and Hearts. Even perhaps St Johnson, yeah, um, as quickly as they, they maybe think. Um, I mean, obviously on their day, they they will roll over teams like they did against Dundee in the Scottish Cup last season. Yeah, but to balance that, you know, they might have nights like they did against St Johnson. Um, oh yeah, that 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 did show that there is a a gulf um, between the, the Premiership and the Championship. Yeah, um, you know, regardless of how well Rangers had started the season. Certainly. Don't get me wrong, you know, they're, they're, you know they have come on since then. Um, you know, they've, they, that was obviously early in Mark Warburton's tenure, and 
you know, obviously he's, he's stepped up to a new level with the signings he's made this summer. So, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that, you know, those two games should be any sort of indicator as to how their season's going to go one way or another. But yeah. um, I just don't think it's going to be a, a case of them totally, you know, just shooting Aberdeen and Hearts, St. Johnston completely out of the way. and nope, then definitely not. Um, and, and, and going up to, to challenge Celtic, I think there will be, you know, it promises to be quite a good top four that. I think you'll yeah. you'll get uh, you'll get points shared over the the course of the season. Um, you know, I, I suppose for, you know, from Aberdeen and Hearts' point of view, if they're to, to mount a challenge, they're going to look for other teams to take points off the, yes. you know, the, the old farm. So, yeah. um, you know, the, you certainly you don't want to see a top two kind of running away with it. No, just a top um, one of Aberdeen running away and then the rest can fight. Ah, something, like, <laughs> something like that, yeah. But they've, um, they've got depth in their squad as well. That's one thing I would say about Rangers. Um, they've they've yeah. had a bit of depth as well. But, I mean, it'll be interesting because... Uh, you, know, the, you could say that Aberdeen and Hearts have, have you know they're in as good a position as they have been yeah. um, in any recent year to 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 really challenge you know a, an old firm if it is to be one and two then um, you know they could they could really make that interesting so definitely well again um, Aberdeen have not Aberdeen haven't got rid of really anyone they wanted to no, sorry they've no. not no one's gone that Aberdeen would really I wanted to kept. No, and that just continues it, so. how, how it's been under Derek McInnes all yep. the way through, really. Um, that's, you know, Aberdeen haven't ever really, you know, the resolve hasn't often been tested by yep. by clubs. They've, they've done a good job in, in, in keeping players on long-term contracts. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, getting players that are very settled. Um, I think the, the key thing in Aberdeen's case is that their, their key players are, um, you know, you would, you would say they're at the peak of their careers. Yeah. Johnny Hayes, Niall McGinn, Adam Rooney have never been on form like they they are currently in at Aberdeen. So that's, that's that's the way of being able to persuade them that the you know moving away might not might not be the best thing for them. Well, what it was talk of Wigan signing Hayes, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Very, Aberdeen were very quick to say no, he won't be going, and Hayes well, came out as well and said no. Well, that's right, yeah, yeah. which uh, is is good. But just to, I mean to look at another example, if you look at how quickly. Um, Dundee United squad of a few years ago was disassembled. Yeah. Um, that looked a, you know, a squad that was really, really going places. To me, championship. You know, well, I mean, it, it, once you know, I think the obviously the the two players that that left uh, to join Celtic in, in the January transfer window, Armstrong and Mackay Stephen left. I mean, I know they they had lost players before that, yeah. I mean, like Sir Johnny Russell. Yeah. Um, but and David Goodwillie before that, of course, but. Um, yeah, I mean when you Ryan Gold left as well, but aye, um, then Chifty, you know, went Chifty, yeah. Andrew Robertson as well. I yeah. mean, it was just one after another. So, yeah. um, you know, eventually came to the stage where, where they weren't replaced. So, um, you know, you do have to have the, the contingency in, in in place for for the inevitable. Um, you know, when when players do move on, but. Um, but it'd be yeah, interesting but... to see how they cope in the championship. Uh, obviously, McKinnon knows that league from the job he did at Wraith Rovers last season. He knows Dundee United well from obviously playing there. Yeah. Um, and it might be a bit. It might work a bit like Hearts when Hearts went down, because there's a good few young players at Dundee United who have now got a decent amount of experience. Uh, I think McKinnon's added, obviously, added a wee bit of experience as well. So. Yeah. It, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens down there. Aye, I mean, um, they, 
I mean, it's very difficult to, to judge because, I mean, they, they never really came on to much of a, a game at all last season. They, no. they, they had the occasional result here and there. Um, but, I mean, that, that team has been ripped apart almost. They've started again. Um, you know, barely any of the, the signings that Mixu Patalainen made are actually still there. <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, you know, tells its own story. Yes. Um, and I'm not trying to say that they were in any way responsible for, um, you know, some of United's rare good results. Um, you know, I think it was just a miserable season all round. And it was, you know, the performance of the some of the younger players that they've, they've got there, the likes of Scott Fraser, um, obviously towards the end of the season, Spittle. Simon Murray as well, Blair Spittle as well. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, the crumbs of comfort. Um, Harry Suter, was it Harry Suter, I think, came in at the end and seemed to do quite well. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, a, f- a fair talk that I think he's rated higher than what John Suter is. Aye, yeah. yeah. Um, no, he's he's been, you know, ever since John Suter made the grade, it's been you know well known that his brother's just as good a prospect. So yeah, um, yeah. No, I mean, it, it, as you say, it'll be interesting. They've, they've made some good signings. Um, Cammy Bell's a, a good goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, in midfield, they've strengthened by signing both uh, Willow Flood and Stuart Murdoch as well. Yep. Um, you know, obviously a bit about Murdoch. Yep, he'll he'll do really well for them. Uh, you know, County. I think um, I, I don't think they would have sold him if, if, if uh, or, or let him go if um, if they they knew that um, you know if they were going to lose Jackson Irvine. Yes. Um, you know, if, if if that had been something that, uh, that they, they knew about before you know the last couple of weeks, then I think Murdoch would have would have stayed because they're very light in midfield now. Yep. Uh, that's a, a nice link there. We can probably we can talk start talking about Ross County. We'll we'll come back to St Johnson. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. Aye, that, that that links in nice. So you read the script, Andy. Well done. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. I, well, that's the main point, really. I was I'm, I'm going to make you know from the games I've seen so far. I mean, it's very difficult to read too much into the the early League Cup um, group fixtures, but um, I mean, Jackson Irvine was a, a huge part of that team um, really made it made it click actually in, in a way just with his energy um, box to box um, he would he would you know be breaking up a, a move on the edge of his own box and then just moments later be supporting one yeah. um, on, on the edge of the oppositions uh, and without looking like he was gasping for <laughs> breath at all he just sort of galloped his way yeah. through that midfield um, you I, know, I, and, quite surprised is it I've only I don't know whether the fee's correct or the rumoured fee, three hundred thousand is that right? But it's about that, yeah. It's, it's in that region. Um, That's it, one that I thought released... Kenneth might have taken a punt on at that place. Either, well, I'm not sure. I mean, I oh. think it's. I think there's a, a resistance in uh, you know Scottish football to you know pay a transfer fee to one of your rival clubs. Yeah, just think um, of the though. Of that, of that one. Yeah, I suppose like, so. Yeah, similar yeah, kind of. But I mean, even then, I mean, it's that's that is a good bit more than what Aberdeen paid for McLean, even yeah. at that. So, um, you know, it's it, 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 I think it's one that they looked into, but the um, it, it wasn't to be. But no, he's he's obviously done done really well in a short space of time, just a yeah. couple of seasons with with County, um, and he, you know, he really really come on last season in particular. He was man of the match by a good distance in the cup final um, he's obviously earned himself international recognition with Australia uh, which it's a good standard good level yeah. that, that, that team so definitely and uh, yeah. 
at the time when he signed for Burton, he was their record transfer, and then I think they broke it two days later or something like that. It was the other way around. They, they'd, way broken around it, broken they'd, they'd broken it a couple of days before um, signing a player uh, from a fellow English club, and then broke it even further by, by signing Irvin. So, so you think another... he'll play? He'll, you would think yeah. he's going to play. No, will, so yeah, yeah. Um, they, and they're obviously in the championship now, aren't they? Newly promoted, so that was that would have so, been you know something that would have sold it to him. Oh, the, definitely. You know, it's, it's a I mean, it is a, a higher level these days, uh, on the on the most part, anyway. Um, and obviously, the, the the money that they're they're paying is going to be far in excess of, of what you'd get anywhere in, yeah. in in Scotland, other than the you know the two old firm clubs. So, sure. Um, uh, yeah, you know, it's one that I'm sure he's a bit of a no-brainer for him. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm sure he'll do very well. But in terms of where it leaves County, I mean, the, they've only got three central midfielders now. I guess um, Rob Quinn's away as well. Well, he left at the midway point last season. Oh, did he leave um, at midway point? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he went to St Mirren last season, last uh, well, just in January there. Um, Murdoch left as well, of course. But yeah, I mean, they, did anyone have that midfield yet? Yeah, they have. Um, have Christopher Rutas has come uh, in from Bradford City. Yeah, I see. Um, they've got him BBC websites. So I've noticed they've got him down as a defender. He's versatile. He can versatile. play. In, in both, but um, right. no, he is he is being being seen as a, a central midfield player okay. um, in terms of you know where where Jim McIntyre sees him. Uh, I've heard um, uh, and is it Andrew Davis has been is asked to leave, but down south no, no 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 it, it's uh, well sorry has asked to leave. Yeah, has asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, I thought you said right? been asked to leave. Oh no, no, no. has asked. Um, Andrew, Andrew Davis is uh, um, his wife is is basically. Hasn't settled in the in the Highlands, so um, yeah, he's looking for a club back nearer his 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 hometown of uh, well, he's from Middlesbrough, but uh, I think that, you know that there is a chance he might stay and see out his contract. Um, okay, just you know, the, maybe the, get more time off. Yeah, well, he's he's, he's relinquished the the camp captaincy. That's that's been taken off and, and given back to Paul Quinn. Okay, who um, obviously came back midway through last yeah. season, but yeah. had previously been the captain in his first spell. Um, but you know he's you know obviously the possibility of Andrew Davis leaving is is there. So, but Jay um, McKay plays come in. Yeah, well he playing centre back or left back. Centre back. That's he's, he's playing centre back. So I don't play left back when he was younger. He won three Scotland caps and they were at left back. But laterally in his career, um, he's been playing more centrally, and I think that's where again he's he's seen by by Jim McIntyre because he's he's signed a, a couple of full backs. Um, Kenny van der Weg has come in from uh, from NEC Breda. Um, he's a left back. Um, who's, his con- who's his contact in Holland? Well, um, he's a former teammate of Alex Schalk's. So right, okay. He's, he's so just he's got just a scout- to Schalk prop, maybe. Well, I think he's just but- got a, a scouting network guy. But I mean, it's it's not like a Derek Adams situation where you know most of his signings every summer are coming from Holland. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, it's it's only that's the only two that he's got in the in the team. Um, he's also brought back Eric Chikos, who um, is a right back, a Slovakian. I was here uh, before and then went away. He, he had a, a very short loan spell, loan spell um, aye, aye. and it was, funnily enough, it was actually under Eric Adams. It wasn't, it wasn't under McIntyre's time, but okay. he's obviously been, um, you know, put through, um, you know, made aware of his availability this summer and uh, liked what he saw. But no, he made it. McIntyre's made it as as. Um, it's kind of objective to to shore up the defence, yeah. Because um, they they conceded sixty one goals in the league last season, um, which was one of the 
you know the kind of higher higher figures in the in the Premiership, and and so he, he kind of he made that his priority right from the very beginning. Um, and so you know he's, he's he's acted pretty quickly to to shore up his defence, and even if Davis leaves, he yeah, is still be well covered. pretty strong in in the defensive area. So it really is the the Irvin one that's the pressing need now. Yes. So I think he probably needs. I mean, I, th- I think he needs another wide option uh, uh-huh. in midfield as well. Yep. Um, he's obviously got Michael Gardine, who's who's been excellent for them and signed a uh, you know an extended contract there. But um, you know they've got Jonathan Franks as well. And Tony Dingwall's kind of you know kind of lost his lost his way a wee bit just now. Right, okay. Um, he's found it difficult to kind of um, you know find the the form that I guess got people talking about him when he when he first came into the team. Have they been lining up a bit different pre-season, or has it been as the way last season? No, it's never really going to change too much. He, I mean, he'll go for he'll continue to go for two up front. Yeah, um, that's something that he, he won't deviate from unless you know there are certain games like against Celtic where he um, where he does go for for one up front. But yeah. uh, on the whole, I mean, his his preferred uh, lineup is, is is two up front. So. Um, he's still got the same striking options as he did last season, really. Um, sure. Obviously, David Goodwillie came in for the latter half of last season, but that was only after Craig Curran, um, you know, was injured, and, and, and Curran is now back. So, aye, it's um, good options there. Obviously, Boyce, Schalke, Curran. Boyce, and, Boyce and Curran is the partnership that uh, has brought them most of their goals, um, you know, since both of them were at the club, um, and that's kind of seen as the the first choice partnership. Okay. Do you think um, ahead of Schalke? And uh... well, well, I mean, I'm just going by what what has been Aye. You know, most successful in terms yeah. of bringing bringing goals uh, and and you know bringing the best out of, um, I, I guess not just one player himself but the other player as well. They seem to complement each other yeah. very well. Hi. Um, and you know, while Schalke had a fantastic end to last season, and Graham's also scored oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a good Graham, number of goals. Yeah. Um, you know, they haven't. They've never really been a, a kind of settled part of a, you know, two-man strike partnership. They've, they've, yeah. they've both contributed very well to to what County have done. But you know, you wouldn't say that one of them has has really hit it off with with another. Yeah. If if you know what I mean. Sure. Um, whereas Boyce and Curran very much look like they're. You know, they they bring the best out of of, of one another. So yeah, uh, that's that's what I mean by that. But right, um, okay. But I mean, the, it's good that they've got those those four options because they're, they're four very good strikers, and um, I, I dare say keeping them all happy is going to you know be the the difficulty. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean it, it, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, obviously, they did really well last season to to. Um, to win the, the League Cup, but that won't be an expectation this time around. They're, no. you know, they're, they're, their main priority is to, to maintain their top, their top six place, yeah, and, and do it with a little bit more sort of uh, a, a bit a bit more comfort this time because yeah. they were right up until the, the last game uh, last season. Their, their form after the turn of the year wasn't particularly great in the league, so sure. they'll, be, they'll be looking to. Uh, be, I mean, it will be harder. There's no doubt about that. But yeah. they'll, they'll be looking to do it a little bit earlier this time and uh, you know, consolidate a, a, a more secure place in that in that top half of the, the table. Sure. Uh, probably move across to the other part of the Highlands then. Over the, the bridge, as they say. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what have you bought about Inverness? Obviously, we know, well, we'll know 
Scottish fans, football fans will know about Kevin McNaughton. Uh, yep. The, Lots back of summer in Scotland and Billy King. Yeah. Billy yeah. King, obviously, yeah. known from Hearts. But the other two they made four signings. Four. Uh, is it? I think I read a wee bit today about. Is it Bowden? Is he a wide player? No, no, is it someone else? Is it Mulroney? No, no, that's a wide Mul- Jake Mulroney is a wide player who so, uh, seems to be quite tricky or um, fast. Come, yeah, yeah, he is fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, um, he's been having a a, a bit of uh, rough treatment already from some fullbacks. Right. Um, uh, Richie Foran's very excited about Jake Mulroney. Um, so when's he signing for Aberdeen? So that's the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he's out of contract, no doubt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he's um, but no. Richie Foran's very excited about him. Um, just he thinks he's he's going to, you know, give opposing fullbacks nightmares this this year. Um, only twenty years old, so right. think, you know, it will take him time to to sort of you know hit his hit his stride. But he looks, ra- you know, lightning fast and uh, very skillful and tricky. Um, Billy King, I suppose, has got a bit more. Uh, experience, yep. even though he's still a young guy too. He's only 22. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean the Mulroney ones sort of come out of come out of no. Well, I'm not saying out of nowhere, but you know, n- not as many people know know about him. So, yeah. um, Bowden is a bit older. He's 26. Uh, Scott Bowden. He's he's a, a centre forward. What kind? Um, what type of striker is he? He is. Um, he's he's kind of a, a more of a hold the ball up kind of okay. striker um, good header of the ball as well he, he scored a, a good goal on, on Saturday um, I mean he, I haven't seen too much of him myself yet but he, he looks okay. like he can he can run on to um, you know long balls and um, yep. he can hold the hold the ball up well too okay um, Foreign likely to change things much in terms of style of play or yeah very yeah, much so very much um, so that's something that he's made very clear Um he wants a bit more kind of directness um, okay. in his in, in his side, a bit more bit more pace yeah. um, to their play, um, particularly in the, the wider areas. Yeah. Um, and I think that's reflected by the, the two signings he's made, you know, in um, in Billy King and in uh, well, anyway. uh, Jake Mulroney. Yeah, yeah, that's two two natural wingers. Sure. Um, and I think you know for as skillful as John Hughes kind of style of play did force the players to, to become it did end up becoming a bit ponderous and a bit, bit slow um, you know you'd, you'd kind of get Ross Draper marauding up to the edge of the, the penalty box and then looking for for options and it wasn't really it, there was never anything fluid enough to, to kind of you know really get teams under pressure sure um, and I think that's um you know, just a, a, a level of pace and a level of intensity that um, Richie Foran's going to inject into this Cali Thistle team over over time. Yeah. Um, Mike Norton's most liked is, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's obviously... But older now, obviously, but... Yeah. It's, um, I think he'll be 34 by the time yeah. the season starts. So, I mean, he's been playing at the back so far. Um, Whereabouts? In fact, in, when, well, in the two competitive games, he's, he's played at central defence. Central defence, right, um, okay. Josh Meekings has been injured. Right. Um, so he's been playing as a central defender, but he'll play anywhere across the back. Oh, yeah. Four. Um, I mean, my thinking was, I mean, maybe that if, if, if Foran does go to a back three at any stage, then he, he'd be a good option for that. And okay. it would allow them to, to retain both Raven and Tremarco as, as wing-backs. But 
you know, even notwithstanding that, you know, you'll be a very, you'll be their first choice, um, you know, guy to, to replace any of the um, the defenders should they be sidelined for, for any reason. Um, so do you think he'll not start? Do you think he'll not be a... Not, not, not necessarily, but he'll be the one, I mean, if, if, say for example, if he's at right back yeah, and um, he's playing at right back and there's an injury to Tremarco at yeah. left back, He'll move across to left back. Oh, and yeah, David Raven will be, be yeah. right back. He'll be think... the he'll be the versatile one in that that defence. He'll be the one that moves more than anyone. Um, I'm I'm not saying he's, he's going to be on the bench when everyone else is fit. Yeah, but he'll um, buy. But he will be the one adapt. that will will have, yeah. He's the most adaptable yeah. and versatile one. Makes um, use of a pole so. worth as well. He's yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's got the security now of a you know a long term contract. So yeah. um, last year was a really a, a breakthrough campaign for him. Um, and I think he'll, you know, continue to to push on. I mean, he's he's got himself into the Scotland under twenty one yep. setup, and um, I guess Ryan Christie's the the benchmark for him, really. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, he's he, you know did well to sort of you know come into that kind of void last last season. I mean, Ian Vigers by the end of the season were were two of the rain, you know, the, the main kind of shining lights. Sure. Um, and they've both stayed on. So you know, Inverness have still got a really good squad. Could be I, tight I, between the two, you think? County and Inverness? Yeah, I do think it will be, actually. Yeah. Um, as yeah. it ended up actually being last season, you've got to say, I mean, County didn't make the, the top six by much, and Inverness didn't miss out on it by, you know, too far. Yeah, I suppose and a lot then, will depend maybe on whether Inverness get what kind of other striker they get in, or maybe even yeah. one striker, I don't know. Cause... I mean, they've got Alex Fisher, who... Uh, you might already have forgotten about, to be honest. He, yeah, Alex Fisher came in halfway through last season um, uh, in the January window. He'd been playing down at Turkey United and uh, made, in just his third substitute appearance, he, he um, broke down with a, an ankle injury and missed the rest of the season. And so when it came around that the, you know, the lengthy list of contra- uh, out-of-contract players that they had, it seemed pretty certain that he was going to be one of them that would just kind of, you know, leave and everyone would forget about him. But sure. he, he was actually he was actually given a, a new six month contract. So yeah, um, he, I mean, he's one that I've really been impressed with in, in preseason. He's he's more, um, more of an out ball actually. He, okay. you know, a bit, bit more of a physical outlet for, um, you know, you know for Inverness than, than Bowden is. Sure, Bowden will run onto a bit more, but also looks pretty capable of. I mean, he, he will hold the ball up as well, but yeah. Bowden, Bowden does look like he'll he'll do a bit more of the, I suppose, the, the running. Don't kill um, that guy. In, in behind, yeah, yeah. I should yeah. probably move on to, because we're probably, we've been on for a bit of time, I think, so far, so we'll move away from Highlands, I think. Aye, um, no worries. <laughs> but your expertise is always good there, and everywhere else, but um, I would say, we'll go back to St. Johnson, I think. Um, yep. St. Johnson, again, a bit like, I would say, Aberdeen and the Hearts. I wouldn't say they've anyone's gone that they would have wanted to hold on to, but they brought in a bit of experience and uh, they they signed Coulson quite early. I remember he signed quite early on yeah. from your the, contract, and they signed Alston who Blair Austin. a lot of experience from Falkirk, like twenty three or twenty, maybe even 20, yeah. But he's got bags of experience for them. Good um, result for him against his old club on Saturday. Yeah, um, and then, had a good start to that League Cup. Good. Definitely. Um, and then they say Paul Payton, who could be a good signing for them. Yeah, I think um, he will be, yeah. And Keith Watson, who 
I believe is maybe over most of his injury worries. I think when he was younger, he was a promising talent at Dundee United, but bogged yeah. down by injuries a bit. But could be could be a decent signing. I think. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I would, I would expect St. Johnson to, to once again probably make the top six. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, they've, um, it's an excellent kind of record that Tommy Wright's got since he um, went in there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I still think any time I see them, I'm, I'm just so impressed with Stephen McLean up front. I think he, yeah. you know, the, the shift that he continually puts in um, to, to hold the ball up and, and, and really get the best out of their kind of whole attacking unit is um, is very underrated, actually. And, yeah. Um, you know, I think he, he's going to be, a, once again, a, a key man. Um, so, yeah, no, I can I can see St. Johnson having another good season. I mean, yeah, quite often they've been they, consistent, haven't they? I mean, the last, what, three yeah. or four seasons now? Quite quite often, um, you know, it's been known for them not to start all that well. Yeah. But um, they certainly come on to some really, really good form as the, the season went on last year. Uh, I don't know anything about Coulson, but I think certainly St. Johnson, maybe second half of the season, as much as they end up, they did. They had that spell, obviously, they were when they lost O'Halloran. Whether that was that was because, that was why they had the bad spell or not, but um, I don't know whether maybe Coulson will come in and replace him. I don't know. Not Could be, yeah. yeah. Um, to wait and see what happens there. Um, yeah. Probably, as I say, we could have maybe pushed for time a bit, so maybe move on to Motherwell briefly. Um, yeah. Not sure. It could be a could be a wee bit of a struggle for Motherwell again. I mean, the their squad's not getting much young, younger, no. but uh, uh, Mark McGee did a fantastic job after you know the blip that they had in yep. February last year. Um, so yeah, I mean they've they've got momentum to kind of drop on there. Um, made a couple of signings as well uh, from from down south. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they are still heavily reliant on. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of experienced, or they're, they're veteran core. Yeah. They're veteran spine of the team. It really is their spine of the team. So, McFarren's um, been released. Yeah. He'll probably end up back at some point. Aye. <laughs> uh, no Pearson's doubt. away. Who, yeah. Pearson was pretty good at times last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and then still, Roy, what's that? Well, no, they've still got Lasley, Lasley and Hamill. McManus and McDonald. Um, Hamill as well. Hamill, Hamill there as well, yeah. yeah so, uh, just, uh, I suppose it will depend on how... How the fitness of these guys uh, kind of keeps up, but yeah. uh, no, I mean they've they've got some excellent players. I'm a big fan of Lionel Ainsworth, uh, Marvin Johnson, yeah, and obviously Louis Moult scored a great amount of goals last season. He did, so. but he's going to be out for a bit, isn't he? He's got an operation. Uh, I think so. Yeah, they have yeah. so. Hi, um, uh, Dean Brill. You know him, obviously. Yeah, I think he'll do really well for them. Yeah, he's over his injury worries now, and um, he's a really good goalkeeper. Very unlucky with the way things worked out at Inverness. Um, obviously, Fawn Williams was was brought in to replace him. But um, no, he'll he'll do really well there. I'm confident of that. Uh, Party Thistle again. Another you're going to probably talk about Danny Devine. Yeah, um, I was never totally convinced with Danny Devine, but um, you know, there is a there is a, a defender there. Um, it was quite a puzzling one that because last season was his breakthrough year at Inverness. He he became almost an ever-present, having really struggled to break into the team before that. Um, and yet, at the end of that season, he chose to, to move on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, he wasn't up to the same level as uh, as Meekings and Warren at the, the heart of that Inverness defence. So, um, 
it'll be interesting to see what kind of role he plays at Partick. Sure. He's a first pick or obviously they've lost Frederick Franz, haven't they? Who was a really good yeah, yeah. Good uh, as well. Yeah. Back. They've the the big signing I think for them. Well, there's maybe I don't know. There's maybe one or two. Maybe that we know about though, because he had a, he was brilliant first spell there, uh, Chris Erskine. Yeah, who, yeah, that's right. Aye. I think I don't know whether maybe it could be one of those ones whereby he's just a kind of good fit. I think at Dundee United at times I thought he was a good wee player. Yeah. I think at Party of so he's maybe I don't know, not a cult hero or such, but he was certainly when they were in the well, would it, it would have even been the championship at that point? Would that yeah. Or was I, it? I, yeah, was yeah no, well, he was part of the team that took him up from the championship. But, was it, but, uh, but then I think he signed a pre-contract with United yeah. um, to follow Jamara um, just after he went there. Um, but yeah, no, sometimes you can just get a, a player that's a, a fit. Um, I mean, the, the most relevant example up here Garding. is Michael Garding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's in his fourth spell at County, and it seems to be the you know the the only club that it really clicks for him at. So Emery at Hamilton, um, yeah, Emery at Hamilton, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, quite surprised. Much as uh, maybe he slipped certainly last year in terms of his standards, maybe in the first year. Ziggy Gordon, yeah, uh, going yeah. to part of this. Well, I don't. I thought he'd maybe end up down south or something like that, but it could could well end up a lease of life, be a new lease of life, maybe. Yeah, could could work out fine. Some of their best signings are probably. The guys that they've kept hold of, Barrigan yep. staying's huge. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Osman, Osman and Lawless. Yeah, yeah. Um, three players that were were tipped to move move on. Um, but no, I mean, there there aren't something Park Thistle. I think Chris Doolan will be a big player for them again. Yeah, as well. Um, obviously knows the, the path to goal really well. So aye, and they've I think, seen... uh, you know just the, they they could be a bit of a dark horse for the the, the top six actually. Yeah. Just a, a team that might just sort of benefit from familiarity, really. You know, yep. they've, um, they've they've kind of managed to to retain the, the spine, you know, the, the the spine and the core of the side that's been kind of improving steadily in the last few years, and just with a bit more consistency, they can really push on up to the aye, the top six. Who was the third player you mentioned? I said after Barnigan and Osman. Was it Amu? No. Lawless. Oh, Lawless. Aye, Lawless. But Amu, Amu's Amu's excellent as well on his day. Decent yeah. at times, aye. Oh, aye, yeah. Um, so, aye. Yeah, no, I think Archibald's done a really good job here. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Fantastic. I would think they're a progressive club as opposed to a club that needs to worry about relegation. Yeah, yeah. Um, though, if we, if we look at our part of uh, the west of Scotland, you've got to think Hamilton. Um, I know they, they kind of recovered a bit towards a end of last season but I don't I don't know I don't I think Hamilton will struggle this year I think they will but it looks like a, a fine signing they've made in bringing Donati back Donati aye yeah, yeah I've seen that one by all, by all accounts he was tremendous in his debut and uh, reports I read were purring I wonder, how, his, uh, ha- I wonder how that one's happened yeah it's that's, an interesting one isn't I'm it I'm trying it? to think come... if there was anyone from Celtic at Hamilton maybe uh, the staff or something like that I'm but not I can't think... no no um, so that seems a bit kind of left, not left field as such because obviously he's known about because he was at Celtic but I don't know but he's, he's been at a decent standard he's been playing oh, yeah. for Barry in yeah. Serie B um, so you know that, if you you know look at it as a you know comparing the second tier of Italy to say the the English Championship um, you know it is, he's, he is playing at a, a high standard so um, yeah definitely I mean I, I could see that being a, a real coup for them, but maybe yeah. I don't know whether maybe it's with the maybe marry a Scottish girl or something like that. Or Possibly, yeah. Maybe yeah. like remember Gutiso when he was at Rangers. Uh, 
think he married a Scottish girl, so maybe something like that. Yeah, but, yeah. See, I don't know. See what, yeah, but it could be a terrific signing, yeah. Um, there, there are other signings. Well, they signed Breslin from Celtic, don't know much about him, but... And McGregor from Hibs. I think McGregor played a wee bit, didn't he, at times last year, maybe, or... Yeah, Darren McGregor, is it? Yeah, no, Jordan uh, McGregor they've signed. Jordan McGregor, sorry, aye, aye, I was a bit... Uh, so, obviously, big, uh, McGovern will be a massive loss, but they've got a, a keeper on loan from Norwich. Norwich, in the turn. Yeah. So, I don't know, just wait and see how he does, but... Yeah, yeah I think Cameron will... There's obviously still time for the sign folk, but... Um, I mean, they're, 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 they're start... last year, um, yeah. and they don't look like they've addressed that yet. They've not signed any new strikers, so and they're starting I think to they're get Morris campaign. back, aren't they? Yeah, Morris think... is good for them. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to get him back, I think, um, aren't they? They're starting to the League Cup campaigns. Obviously, been a bit alarming for supporters. I mean, uh, obviously, the the, the the highly embarrassing defeat to Annan last season in the, the Scottish Cup, but yeah. uh, this time around losing to Ayr, a good Ayr team. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Um, there are, you know, sections of that Hamilton support that are really calling for for Martin Canning to uh, to step aside there. So yeah, they did beat St Mirren though, you know. Yeah, yeah, they did. And I think yeah, St Mirren could do well this year in the championship. Yeah, by all accounts, uh, Donati made a huge difference in that game, so he could well be a a really really influential player for them. Yeah. Um, if you look as well, Dundee. Who, have, again, if we're talking about teams keeping a hold of players again, so far, yep. uh, I don't know whether that might change before the window closes, but keeping Stuart and the Herons is huge. It's huge, aye. Yeah, <laughs> crucial. So. Yeah, the pair of them were, were outstanding, and um, I suppose they would have been fearing losing them. And Greg Stewart's obviously only got one year left in his contract, so yes, yeah. that time might come, but they, they seemed from the, the offset. They, you know, they they seemed prepared to take that chance, and um, you know, in all likelihood, losing him for nothing, which I think will end up happening. Yeah, they, they seem seem like, keen to, like to get one more season out of him. Bit like Shinny when he's at Inverness. Yeah, get get one last season out of him, and uh, maybe finish top yeah. six. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we we spoke about towards the end of last season about well, we spoke about it a couple of times because obviously Williams and Vincent signed very early on for for Dundee, so. Yeah, both good players. Both. Um, in Vincent's case, it'll be interesting to see if he stays fit because um, that was his main problem at Inverness. But uh, Danny Williams is a, a very quick and very hard-working player. Um, if, if you know, like I say, if Vincent does maintain his fitness, then uh, both of them will be excellent additions. And then they've signed Duffy on loan from Celtic, who they, again they lacked width last year, Dundee at times. Yeah. yeah but... By all accounts, I think Duffy's. He came over from Ireland, I think. Yeah, yeah he was on loan at Alloa last season. Um, so, again, it's a, a step up for him, but one I'm sure that um, you know, Paul Hartley will be confident he can make. Uh, I think we've probably covered everyone, I think, now. Kilmarnock. Oh, um, yes, Kilmarnock, yes. Your, your guess is as good as mine. Yes, well, they've signed a whole new team. Yes. Um, the only thing I know. Well, not the only thing I know, but they did play Auckland Talbot yesterday in a testimonial match, and they won three one. But my, I, I didn't see it. I was working unfortunately, but my father in law was saying that I know it's all right. They didn't play a full side. They did play some of a full. Yeah. Um, Stephen Smith played, 
And a couple right. of well, saves. He's the new captain, of course. So he played, and Dicker played. Yeah. And a couple of others. So they did play, but then a few of them, um, a lot of folk didn't know. But if you look at most of their signings, uh, unless you, you know, you're probably a, well, diehard football fan down south and maybe some of the lower leagues or youth football, you're probably not going to know many of their players. That they've signed. Yeah, um, it was very intriguing to see eleven of them come in at exactly the same time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure Lee Clark has done his homework and uh, knows a fair bit about all of them. But yeah, um, whether well, there's a few from there's a few from uh, the northeast England certainly. Yeah, yeah. The likes of Sunderland, Middlesbrough, Newcastle, Huddersfield, so Hartlepool or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, so they couldn't uh, know. But the key will be whether there's a team there. Um, yes, you know. he signed them early. Uh, though, to be, he signed them early. Yeah, so they've had time to maybe get to reach on that. Maybe the, the naivety of youth will help them. Though I, I read um, somewhere saying the game against Morton that one of the defenders, I don't know who it was, got ragdolled by uh, Quitongo. Yeah, he scored uh, the second goal. Yeah, so yeah, and that was obviously a disappointing one for them on Saturday, but. Uh... Yeah, time will tell on that one. I'm not going to pretend that uh, I know too much about the new players that they've signed, but uh, I mean, it, it, it could end up being one that uh, one that clicks. Yeah. Um, uh, quite likely Clark, I think. He, I don't know, I think he's maybe... I know I mentioned that a few couple of times last year, but Kilmarnock fans seemed to quite like him and take him and thought we were playing far better football. And Yeah, I think there was quite a, quite a, quite a quick sort of... Uh, you know, coming to like him. Um, yeah, it took time for the results to follow, but yeah. um, he obviously delivered when it mattered the most. He did, yeah. The key will be how he kind of builds on that, because, I mean, Ian Barraclough had a similar situation where he waited a long time for results to come and obviously got the got the headline one at the end of the season and, yeah. and was never able to follow it through with any consistency the following season after making a few of his own signings. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's probably the well the most relevant comparison given um, the similarities of the, the two situations in the last two years. Absolutely, yeah, I suppose as well that much as they have signed so many players, they have kept the likes of Kelty, uh, the likes of McGuinness, who had a good season last year for them. So yeah, yeah. there's a few players there they've kept and maybe we'll push on again. So, but aye, there's a lot of unknowns um, with with Kabari. So again, I mean they could be a team that struggle, but you never know. The, these players that they've signed might be. Might be good. We'll yeah. see. We need to just wait and see. Um, early days. So, hi. We've certainly covered covered the Premiership. Reviewed that. Maybe a bit early, seeing as it's a wee bit away from starting, but um, it tied in well with the, the European exploits of our team. So, uh, I think we'll maybe cover the Championship a bit more detail next week. I would think. Because right, we've, good. Yep. we've yeah, we've probably going on for too long tonight <laughs> ah, it's uh, been a while it's it has been a while, been a while exactly I, um, I think even as well we were hoping to maybe mention the cup we did we have at times tonight so um, maybe be hard again to talk about that once it's it's done with the group stages um, I mean for so what it's worth it's from some of the games I've been at have been just like pre-season games yeah. so um, yeah I think we'll have a a much clearer picture of uh, of who's where by, uh, by this well it'll be finished by this time next week but um, I mean, it's it's difficult to see how the groups are actually are actually shaping up at this stage, even because 
some teams have played two games, some have played three. Yeah. Um, some teams have obviously taken a bonus point. Some oh, I yeah. I've got maximum points. It's, yeah, some have caught some, some have caught some Pokemon as well. I think. Aye. <laughs> Something like that, but let's not get onto that at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but aye, we should probably round up. The only thing I would say, uh, uh, well done to East Fife, because they seem to have defied the odds wee bit, and I think they're sitting top of their group, aren't they? They are, yeah. yeah. Um, bonus point against Dundee, and victories against Peterhead and Tim Barton, I think, was it? I think it might have been. Yeah. They defied the odds on two occasions anyway, um, and so their final game will be... A Against is it Forfar? I think Forfar. Yep, and um, three already. I know. Yeah, well, probably. I would think they would look. Uh, I think they need to take care of that game first. But no, they're they're in a great position. So yeah, it just shows you that you know, that, that is possible. Um, it looked like it was very difficult for any of the you know the part time or the lower league clubs to to progress from this system. Yeah. Um, it's certainly a schedule from you know having dealt with a couple of the the part-time clubs that are involved in the north, um, Elgin and Cove. You know they've they've found it difficult to um, you know work around the, the schedule on you know, part-time um, you know arrangements, I guess, because uh, you know it's 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 an incredible amount of games at an early stage. Yeah. Um, but they're um, it, it, it's something new and it's caught the imagination to an extent. Um, some of the crowds have not really been all that great, but yeah. uh, something different. I've, I've, I've got to say, I, I've quite enjoyed the, the change, but we'll be in a better position to kind of reflect on it by, by next week. Oh, definitely. Um, I think that probably covers everything, because we were hoping to talk about some other things that we say, but we'll maybe leave them for, we can save them uh, for that week, seeing as we've covered the Premiership in so much detail um, in terms of previewing that. And I think that's about it. So thanks for coming on, Andy. Good uh, stuff. Thanks, good John. speaking to you again. Aye, it's um, uh, been good to catch up. And uh, no, here's to more of a more of a chat through the through the season. Oh, definitely. Hopefully, you can come on more. I know last year it was a bit difficult in terms of moving and stuff like that and different things. So I hope I can get you on more this season. Aye, it would be good. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like uh, Chris is cutting back anyway. So aye, I think he he's hoping to maybe be back sooner. Uh, we'll have to see what happens and as I said earlier I think Hamish is, is hoping to be on more this season he only, I think he only came on once last year but he's he, he said he'll be, be up for coming on so we'll see what happens uh, we might even get some of the old timers back at now and again Craig will still come on now and again he's obviously director of the Scottish Football Forums podcast and Scottish Football Forums so uh, Charity Bets will, should probably, we'll probably start talking about him I think next week I would think Um for the the week after that but uh, yeah thanks everyone and then speak to you soon okay good stuff cheers guys all the best bye 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 Thank <laughs> you.